This program is intended for mature audiences. Parental discretion is advised. Welcome to Hell Bitch. Can I get a Hell Bitch? It is December, and we are coming to the end of 2020, thank God. Welcome to the final episode of Season 2 and the 46th episode of the podcast that is authentic, shameless, unapologetic, and raw. This is the Hit Business Podcast, hashtag biz with the beard. In all my years of radio, I've never seen anything like this. Man, you can feel the tension. I want to say thank you to everyone, to all of our listeners, that, and I truly, truly, truly appreciate them. And all the support, and remind everyone to subscribe to the show at Anchor.fm, Biz with the Beard, then share it with your friends on all your social media pages. I am your host, whose face is well hung. I am the Beard, Kerfee Smith. My God, this guy is like Leatherface, Chucky, and Jan Brady all rolled into one. (laughs) So, for the final episode, I thought long and hard about who I wanted to end Season 2 with as a guest. And how I wanted to end the podcast this year, given it was 2020 and such a messed up year. And I finally came to the conclusion, I concluded that, why not bring back the guest who has had them, that's had more listens, streams, and most popular episode we've ever had to come back and return for the final episode of season two. I got a bad feeling about this. So I went back to the archives, all 45 of them, <laughs> and looked at the analytics to see who that guest was. And, well, this is either going to be a genius idea or a totally bad idea. (laughs) But here he is, folks, for his return to the hashtag BizWithTheBeard podcast. But face it, baby, these days, you gotta have a sequel. He is a professional MMA strength and conditioning coach. He is from the Lou, across the river from the Lou, which is St. Louis to those who don't know that. He started and co-founded a gym with Matt Hughes and Robbie Lawler for training fighters around the world. He's the owner of Pride Fitness and the notorious training facility, the Thunderdome. Since his appearance last, he loved being on the show so much, he started his own podcast called Eat, Slay, Live, where he is the sidekick to his brother, Ross. He's a fellow EIU alum, I think he graduated, and Delta Chi brother, straight from the Thunderdome, the original wolf. Mr. Todd Locke, welcome back to the Hashtag Biz with the Beard Show. <laughs> Is this your uh, little... Uh... Is you gotta your... give me a walkout song. Is that your man? walkout song? I right. gotta have a walkout song <laughs> to get me hyped up for this. Come on, brother. Uh, first of all, I just want to preface this by saying I slept less than one hour last night. Okay, You're less nervous? than one freaking hour last night. All right, so. I don't want you any coming in here with any of your bullshit. Like, if you were some, if you could be one flavor of ice cream, what would you be? Don't give me <laughs> those kind of questions today, because I am not in the mood. Less than an hour sleep last. You ever have those nights? Absolutely, but so you're that nervous coming on the show, huh? The, the only nerve is the one you're probably going to get on today of mine, okay? All right, dude, I, 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 that is the worst feeling. I, I, tried, I tried everything last night. I freaking take melatonin. I tried listening to some of your old podcasts. 
I freaking tried masturbating. I freaking <laughs> did some reading. Everything. Nothing was putting me to sleep last night. I am I am raging today. Raging. Well, I didn't. So you better any... bring it. Okay. So I didn't send you any questions, right? There's no script. We're gonna we're just gonna play this out around a few topics. We're just gonna go free. We're gonna free flow this there, right? Well, if if I remember correctly, you sent me the, some questions last time, and, and you didn't read I, them. Well, I forgot to read them. I forgot to read yeah, them. Yeah, obviously. So, can we talk about you laughing during your introduction? Like you're laughing at your own little dumb jokes. <laughs> what was that about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world. Woo! I cracked myself you were like, up. Gi- you were like giggling. <laughs> I just knew how much I, the nerve I pointed when I said you're the sidekick to your brother in your podcast. Ah, you, you were giggling like an alpha fee when Bob Yosey would come up and ask him out at a Delta Kai function. There you go, a Bob Yosey reference. He's going to love yeah, that. Bob, we have Chicago Bob. He's asked not to be called Chicago Bob anymore. Okay, so, so we, we will refer to him as Chicago Bob from now on through the show. Bob. Yeah, the, the, yeah, so what's up, man? Not much. A lot's changed since episode 11, right? Which you were here last. Who? With everybody, us, you, the world. Uh, well, you, well, you can see I'm running the gig solo now. Um, we have I, new... Well, obviously, where is Sha- is Schaefer? Does parents ground him? Where is he? <laughs> no, where, where... the FCC came out with uh, new height regulations for homes. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> poor little bald bastard <laughs> at home in his parents' freaking uh, in in his parents' basement. <laughs> Why are you so mini? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so here's what I want. So lots changed, but what hasn't changed is that you're still using like the MySpace of online uh, online meetings, Skype. I have not used Skype since the last time I did your podcast. How long ago was that? It was uh, the 11th episode. So it was 35 episodes ago. Math genius. Okay, I don't care how, <laughs> how long ago. It was like a year ago, year and a half ago, right? Oh, so yeah, so you're still like – I mean, there's been a thousand new, like, you're still using, I had to figure out how to love Microsoft, I don't know, I don't know, I couldn't figure this thing out, but have you ever heard of Zoom? I have, I do use Zoom. It, ah. I do that for, like, online meetings, videos, and all that fun stuff. Skype, this is already hooked up to the podcast, it's automatically records, it's easy, it's not that difficult. So Sounds why not go with me, it? But okay. It's not that I'm lazy. It's that I just don't care. Well, I, well, let's, let's seems... talk about you know, Mister okay. Mister Technical. Since you got your own podcast, well, let's talk about that. You know how? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the eat slay lo, lo, is it lo, love eat slay love eat, eat slay live right. <laughs> listen, listen. Let me let me. Do I'm the proud jokes, to be but... such a positive influence on you that you started your own. <laughs> I mean, it was like right after that you geared hey. up. To, I'm going to do my own, and it took you like nine months to launch. But so. I'm like if. If, you if want to start with that topic? Do it. Let's start with that topic. If those two uninteresting morons can do a podcast, hell, I'm, I'm going to be a star. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Well, how's it going? <laughs> uh, it's good, man. You know, like you said, we, you did help me a lot. I'm not going to lie. You freaking mentored me through the whole freaking oh. thing. I, I called you about wanting to start one. You said start it, and then, well, I don't know how long past a year passed or something <laughs> like that. And you – it was one of those things. It's like – People at the gym, they like, hey, keep me accountable, keep me accountable. And so then when you try to keep them accountable, they get mad. Right. So that's what happened with you. You'd like 
text me like, hey, how you doing? Are you getting that podcast going? Where I haven't seen an episode. I'm like, yeah, we're getting it. And I was loving you keeping me accountable. But then by the end, I'm like, shut the hell up. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you want to be held accountable until you realize you don't want to be held accountable, you know? Yeah. So, you know, like I mentioned earlier, right, I don't have Scott. Scott's not here anymore. Uh, you know, obviously he's doing really well with his business. Uh, he does things, I think, kind of similar to what you're doing down in Texas. So uh, he, he's too busy. Plus, yeah, he probably is grounded, not from his parents, but probably from ah. his wife. Um, but going back to that show. <laughs> oh, oh, let's not. Let's not. <laughs> and looking back and having a, having a guest, then you are a co-host. You have a co-host. How, how does that work with you? Is well, first easy? of all, you're, first, I mean, first of all, is it your co-host or, is it, or are you the sidekick? Is your brother the lead? I mean, I don't. <laughs> first of all, can we talk about that show that the the last time I was on your podcast? I tried to listen to that, and um, I, it, it was like Animal House meets Jocko Willink meets Richard Simmons. <laughs> it was a hit, man. <laughs> oh my! It was, dude. I was all over the. I don't know what was going on. That, oh. that was, <laughs> What are you people on dope? But yes, um, our podcast, my brother. Yeah, it's we have a. I think we have a good dynamic. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, that sibling rivalry type of thing, right? We do, you know. And you're the, older, right? And, yeah, quite a bit actually. Like okay. I don't know, ten, eleven, twelve years, something like that. So, so you, like so you I, dominate him. I mean, you can beat the shit out of him and stuff, right? Still. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, he, he's he's smarter than I am, but I, I'm tougher than he is. How's that? <laughs> so we, we we have that we have that going for no. It's been a great it's been a great day. He's a you know he's a I own a business, but I'm I don't really consider myself a business owner. Do you know what I'm saying? Or a businessman? Yeah. You know, I just happen to be a trainer that has a freaking business but my brother he's more of a business owner do you know what i'm saying yeah yeah things and so that's that's where our dynamic really comes into play and works out works out well you know i do i do all the freaking work for the show like anybody we have on if there's any any research or anything like i do all that he just happens to own the studio that we use which is his office god that sounds familiar that's exactly what it was i did all the work scott just showed up and uh, you know did a couple jokes and that was it and he left Cash a check. <laughs> well, but I. But speaking of studios, when are you going to get out of your uh, wife's closet and start giving <laughs> you a real studio? When is that going to happen? You don't, you don't like my beat laboratory. <laughs> um, I, I just I seriously picture you in your wife's big walk-in closet doing this show. <laughs> no, that's not how it happens. I have uh, an office okay. here, and that's where I just do it right out of my office. So. Okay. You've seen the videos. There's, you know, there's American flag in the background, all that fun stuff. So. Uh, uh, yeah. No, you, you, yeah. Put that, you put that up just for the videos, I yeah. know. Just for the videos. Just for the videos. So the podcast yeah. so, is yeah. going well. It is going well. You know, we, What are you guys talking about? Uh, it's, we're all over the place. We're all sort over of, the place. No shit. <laughs> one, part, one part comic relief, one part sort of motivational uh, biographical. I don't know. It's, and we got up to a slow start, but now we're, we're, we've, we've come to, we're going to do one a week. So we put out one a week is what we've been doing every Friday we we go in. So, so what do you guys talk about? Is it a business podcast? uh, Is it a, you know, uh, weightlifting training? I mean, your brother, he owns a business, right? He owns a restaurant. Yeah. Um, yeah, You own the gym. So, 
Yeah, he, he owns a bar restaurant. Slash, also has a little banquet hall uh, attached to it. So, uh, man, is that where you perform weddings? Because you're a minister too, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> let's put that in. Minister, let's put that in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> Minister of disaster. Uh, but yeah, we, it's, oh, we talk about, like I said, we talk about business. We talk about fitness. He's into fitness also. Um, you know, we talk he about He played books. college basketball, he, right? He did play, he played, he played at SIU. SI, he played at EIU for a while. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Are you okay, um, even though he played college basketball, and I know you love to play basketball, who's better? <laughs> you know I love to play basketball. Yeah, you know you were on that you five know, foot. I, you were on, in college. You're under. You're on that uh, five eleven and under team, weren't you? It was a, it, well. I like how you made it five eleven and under because you played on it and you're over. Five, it was five ten and under. Oh, no, it wasn't. It yes, be it 5'11". was. Uh, you, I swear well, to you, it was five ten and under. Thank you for thinking I'm still six foot. I appreciate that. I, was, yeah, I, I didn't was, think I, you were I was, six foot. Yeah, I didn't think you were six foot. I thought you were five eleven. I'm six foot. Yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> With your hair all teased up. Yeah. Hey, don't. Hey, don't. Don't be jealous of my hair. Yeah. I shaved my head. I, I well, think you um, have to, right? Yes. <laughs> So speaking of college, yeah, so we yeah we played on you did play on that five is it five eleven and under team, five ten and under five ten. There's no oh man, I really broke the rules, didn't I? You did. You there was a few of you like wasn't Zach on the team? He was he wasn't <laughs> five ten and under. No, he, he was five he, he was five ten wide. Yeah, right, five ten around in circumference. <laughs> yeah, but I I you know what I did play a lot of a lot of like. Like intramural and like rec center basketball back in the day, right? Well, we had that nice <laughs> new rec center there. It was like you know made it easy to go. I think I was on like five or six basketball teams. I never went to class. <laughs> you were Mister Intramural. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was the athletic director there for a year. I think it was that was think the that year I was athletic director. I think we scored the highest in whatever the fraternity rankings were. I think we like came in second or something like that. First time ever, and we were not the most athletic. Fraternity. That 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 that, that was man, a. That, that band of misfits, dude. <laughs> right? It's all oh, about yeah. orchestration, right? And I just remember people bitching and moaning and thinking they should start here and start there. I'm like, dude, you suck. But, all right. So so you took it over from my old big brother, uh, Brian Bradshaw. Maybe, Brian Bradshaw. Huh? There's a throwback. See, I've known Br Brian's from my hometown. I thought that. What's that guy up to? Have you ever talked to him? I think he's a principal somewhere. Oh, wow. And he had a twin brother, Boyd. Boyd, yeah. He's a uh, sick pie pisser, right? Yeah, 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 that's right. So the college right. days, those are good old days, right? You Man, did graduate. I did I, you graduated, right? Now, that is hurtful that you'd even freaking I ask me I don't remember. That. Well, I mean, I don't remember if you graduated. I just assume you did. I did after I flunked out the first time. <laughs> yes, I freaking graduated. <laughs> yes, yes. So what's, your most, what's your most fond memory honors. of EIU at Delta Chi? I heard one of your pledges died. Is that true? Is it uh, Man. going down to Panama City Beach with me, or no? You, I just met, I saw you there down there. You just yeah, you and I didn't really go to. I, me and Bob, Bob Yozy, old Chicago Bob, the the guy formerly known as Chicago Bob. We, uh, him and I, we borrowed his brother's Ford. I think it was a Ford Festiva. <laughs> And we yep. gave him like twenty dollars, and Bob promised to get the oil changed, which I don't think he ever actually got. The... And so Bob and I, you guys were already down there, and Bob and I, like, hey, we should just go. And so we borrowed that car, 
because we didn't either one of us had a car so we borrowed borrowed that borrowed his car gave him 20 bucks and we had no place to stay and we just kind of went down and beach bummed it and crashed in different places and uh <laughs> i was i was dating a, a girl named big booty judy at the time and <laughs> she was down there with some of her friends and Sometimes just hoping maybe crash. you have a place to stay, right? So yeah, we got we got half the time got, was on the beach, probably. We got we got kicked off the beach uh, one night. I remember so Bob and I we we left like I don't know, sort of like night. It was kind of night. It was, it was like a twelve hour drive. We drove straight through the night, and we get down there and immediately go to the beach and do a couple shots and just we're just one. And so we end up passing out on the beach like in the sun. I remember I had a do rag on. <laughs> Dude, just <laughs> lobster, and I took that do rag off, and dude, it might as well said dork across my freaking forehead. <laughs> and dude, it was just the pastiest, freaking whitest. Uh, it was like Scott Losey white across my oh. freaking forehead. Dude, we, you know? we, we weren't the smartest. I, I that exact same trip. I remember I fell asleep on the beach myself. Um, I did not have a do rag on my head, and I I had the worst sunburn on my forehead. The next morning. My forehead had blistered, and I remember waking up and my forehead <laughs> being stuck to the pillow from all the pus coming out. It was so freaking oh, gross. Man. And I had to wear, I wore this uh, actually pretty cool Iowa Hawkeye bucket hat for the next two or three days down there, but we weren't the brightest. Bucket you know, hat, I, and, nothing sounds cool about bucket hat in Iowa, first of all. The Iowa Hawkeyes um, are number three in the country in basketball, since we're talking about basketball right now. They are dominating. They just knocked off North Carolina. So you get off the Hawkeyes. They won five in a row. They're going to win six in a row this week in football. They're in the top 16. Come on. Wake me up when you're done. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, you know what? I, watch, I watch zero sports. I don't watch. I watch, I watch MMA. I watch the UFC, and that is the only sports I watch. So you're a sports trainer. Watch. You don't watch any. I, I'll go to, like, I'll go Should watch cut my this kids. Out? like. I watch no they don't they I go watch you know my high school kids perform you know I watch their games and things like that but I I don't I don't have a TV so I don't watch any basketball football baseball anything anymore really you don't have a TV yeah no I I'm, I'm not saying I don't watch shows I anything I watch I, I watch on my tablet like a child <laughs> so like 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 Game of Thrones, I I have to watch it on my iPad like a child. There's Todd so. sitting in the corner of his house next to his outlet because he's let the <laughs> tablet run out me, of power. He's sit there me, and me, and me and my one-eyed dog sitting there watching <laughs> Game of Thrones on my iPad. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, that's right. Your one-eyed dog. You have a new pet, obviously. Uh, Knuckles, right? Is his name? The yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah. I've yep, seen him. He's I... appeared on a couple uh, social media posts. Um, tell us about tell he's... tell me about Knuckles. Who, 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 what is he? <laughs> and we'll, yeah, what it, why all well, of a sudden did you decide to get a dog? We're still trying to figure out what the hell he is. Uh, but I, I had a dog, and it died back in February that I had for, I don't know, seven, eight years. I got him from a rescue, and I, I was like, I I'll never. Okay. I did, yeah, and I'm like, I'm, and it was another one I took to the gym all the time, Gia. And so uh, I was like, I'm never getting another dog. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to freaking – I think I am. Enough time passed. I'm like, I'm going to get another dog. And so I'm a, a lot of the people from this a big rescue around from where uh, I live, uh, a lot of the volunteers come to my gym. And so I was asking them about different dogs and trying to get one. And so – and I asked 
about a couple, few different dogs. Like, oh, no, that one wouldn't be good for you. It wouldn't be a fit. You couldn't take it to the gym and things like that. And then, like, a couple of weeks passed, and the director of the uh, the rescue, she she mentioned me, hey, I got a great dog for you. I think he'd be <laughs> perfect. Uh, he's, like, half pug, half uh, Tasmanian devil. I don't know. Something. Uh, one, there's one thing, though. He's. He's only has one eye. <laughs> so I'm like, I, Why, okay. hey, I think it's funny right to think that this, dog is right there. It's perfect for you, right? <laughs> right, right. This fit right in with this band of misfits. So I went out and, and actually this this is a it's a really big rescue. Do you know who Mark Burley is? No. He used to play for the White Sox. He was a pitcher for oh, the okay. White yeah, Sox. Oh, yeah, 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 yes, yes. Yeah, him and his wife actually fund this uh this rescue. So oh, okay. I don't know why I added that in, but little sports fact. For there we go. Um, so yeah, I went out there to meet the meet uh, meet the dog, and like immediately, like you know, freaking awesome dog. And I thought he was two years old. I thought that's what they had told me. And, it, and I'm like, oh, so he's two. And as I'm getting ready to leave, like, oh no, he uh, he he's not going to be a year for a couple more months. <laughs> Oh man! So I basically what got happened a puppy. to his eye. He was just born without it, or yeah, well, he was. Uh, so he was, you know, he was he was a stray, or he was at this uh, puppy mill, and uh, a school bus got stopped, it turned over, like had a crash in a ditch. Oh really? Okay, and the, and all the kids climb out of the uh, the school bus and. And they're standing on the side, you know, all the kids are fine, and all of a sudden a wolverine comes out of the woods to attack these <laughs> to attack these children. And my boy Knuckles, my dog, he comes out of nowhere, fights off this wolverine, <laughs> saves all these school children, and but in the process he loses an eye. You are fake news. So, he's an eye, and he's a stray, yes. and he gets thrown in the pound, and you can man, that, that that sounds just like a good hallmark. Movie. Rags, rags to riches story, isn't it? Of <laughs> right. knuckles, and now he's you know? the mascot of the Thunderdome. And now he is the mascot <laughs> of the yes. And his name, his name was Buddy when I got him, but I changed it. He just looks like a knuckles. Right? Has he, he, he accepted his new name? He loves it. Yeah, I mean, he looks like a knuckles. I mean, his, his <laughs> yes, face look, his face looks like a knuckle. You know, and everybody's like, I would tell people he's still a puppy, and they don't believe it because he looks like uh, like a crabby ass old man. He looks like a curmudgeon. You know? Well, yeah, and, I, and he's actually a cute dog. Actually, really, really well behaved. Because I saw him in a video you did recently. He put on uh, social media, and I know you don't like to you say you don't like to talk about politics, but in this video, you were uh, you know you you wrote a little jingle, a holiday jingle, you and Knuckles, uh, to pay tribute to your great governor there in the state of Illinois, Mr. J. B. Pritzker. <laughs> oh, you jump my my twas the the twas the night before Christmas video. Yeah, I should play that right now on the show. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna download the play so everybody can hear it. Twas the month before Christmas, and all through the state, not a resident was thriving, only in hate. The masks were all worn on their faces with care, in hopes that St. Pritzker would stop all the scare. He mandated and regulated and commanded them by name. Yes, Walmart. Yes, Lowe's. Yes, Quick Trips and riots. No bars, no gyms, no churches or gatherings. He had a broad face and a big round belly that shook when he commanded like a bowl full of jelly. Stimulus checks he had flung on his back that no one realized he'd eventually want back. The children were all isolated and sad in their beds, 
while visions of freedom danced in their heads. And Mama was laid off, and I, with no job, had just settled down for a long winter sob. When out on the news there arose with a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to my mat, I flew like a sheep, turned on the power, and at the screen I did peep. A vaccine they had found that we all must take. It's for your own good, for goodness sake. Our rulers have figured out how to make sure we're all healthy, and at the same time, making them wealthy. All through the streets, the sheeple cheered for Big Brother. Hopefully soon, I can visit my grandmother. To all, a scary Christmas, and a scary Christmas to all. So tell me, well, in, in the whole premise around this is people who might download this later. This is around 2020. We got, you know, um, COVID-19, Illinois has been opening up, shutting down, affecting businesses. So Todd decides to pay tribute to him with that little video we just listened to. So <laughs> tell, tell I, me about how, how, is, how is things up in Illinois? How, uh, how, how has this COVID-19 been affecting your dude. business, the shutdowns? I mean, tell me what you're doing. First, like so, our governor JB Pritzker, uh, you've probably heard of him. The, the dude puts thinking the about, ill. Thinking about you know, what you're talking about being five foot eleven around. <laughs> the, the dude, the dude puts he puts the ill in Illinois. Um, I mean, I'm not going to get too bad, too much into that, but it's like, you know, I have a guy that looks like he could be the most unhealthy person in the world, telling me how to freaking stay healthy. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like I I don't get it, you know. I it, it's just the the hypocrisy of the whole thing. And you know, we shut down the first time, you know, in March. Did you really? Shut down. How yeah, long did you stay shut did. down for? Till the to the end of May. Holy cow! So, yeah, that's right. So you know, I did a lot of online stuff and things like that training. But yeah, we we shut down. So. Uh, and then they've had a whole new round of shutdowns now. Illinois is basically the restaurants and, you know, group sessions are all shut down now. Illinois Nazis. I hate Illinois Nazis. But you're not, you're not shut down. You said screw it. Curfew. The first, <laughs> the first rule of the Thunderdome is do not talk about the Thunderdome. <laughs> Well, okay. you, know, it, it, you know, it's weird. There is, I don't know, the, this whole, let's get into the whole COVID-19 thing because it is weird. It, it's happened this year. It is a deadly disease. I'm not saying it's not. It no. can affect people. People are dying from it. They're older, what have you. But it's just, I think, like you said, the misinformation, the politi- politicizing of it, being an election year, um, has just made a lot of people question certain things and why we're doing it, what really works, what doesn't work. You know, are they doing it because they're actually really, you know, concerned for my health? Or are they doing it just because they're trying to get gain of political advantage? Here we are in a 2020 election year, and if I, I don't know why this started, how it started, uh, but if it was this grand scheme of things from somebody, it worked. And unfortunately, a lot of people. Small businesses like yours, small businesses like mine, have taken a major hit in the pocketbook. People have not survived. Um, it, it's a damn shame. You, now, your brother, he owns a restaurant. How How's it affected him? I mean, same way. I mean, he had to, he shut down for I don't know how long and then has had just had to re-shut down again. So he uh, shut down again. Just, to, just, just doing, they just went to carryouts. God. Um, and that just doesn't yeah, do it. It's, 
But, you know, shut, here, here's the what thing, if he does? What if he doesn't shut down? What if he says, you know what? Screw it. I'm not shutting down. Uh, can they find you? I mean, can they really do that? Well, I mean, right now he might be open. Right now, <laughs> what happens at the brick house also stays. He's at, at the brick, brick house. house. Okay. Uh, but here's the thing, Kirby. I, during this this giant health pandemic, I can still go up to the local gas station, walk in, and buy me a pack of Pall Malls and smoke the shit out of them. Right. I mean, cancer kills 500,000 people a year, but I can still smoke myself to death, and the government does not care about my health then. Nope. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I can still – like I, I made a social media post not too long ago about uh, McDonald's has now made their drive through lines double lines. I don't know how it is where you are, but yep. now like my the, – the McDonald's in my – where I'm from, they have two drive through lines now. Yep. During a pandemic, I, I mean that that obesity and, uh, and heart disease and those they kill, they'll kill way more people than the the coronavirus. Over I'm gonna throw a number at you: six hundred thousand people annually heart disease, and we yes. don't bat an eye, right? No. You're gonna you're gonna shame me for not wearing a mask. If you want to recommend wearing a mask, that's great. Uh, you, you feel safe, great. You want to stay inside your house, say great. That's fine. But I have a hard time believing that the Thunderdome or the brick house has to be shut down, but everybody in the freaking world can go to Walmart. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, the, the richest people in the world during this lockdown have gotten richer. It's custom. These lockdowns have been custom made for your Lowe's and Home Depots and, mm -hmm. and Walmarts and your Amazons and your Facebooks. I mean, it just made this. This lockdown was custom made for them. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they've Absolutely. only gotten they've only gotten richer. Well, I mean, during this whole thing, look at the well, <laughs> look at the 2020 election this year, right? This lockdown, this coronavirus was custom made for a Democrat win. I'm not saying you know. Hey, Joe Biden, by the ballots, has won this election, but it was custom made for him to win. How was it not, right? How could you have beaten – because let's go back to January of last year or even December. You have a president who beat impeachment, was on the verge of beating impeachment. The stock market was you know, at a record high. He had China bent over, right? And all of a sudden, this virus comes out of China. Great. Now we're going to have to shut down the world's largest economy. Now we're going to scare people. And now, well, we can't get people to vote, so how do we do it? If we can't get people to come to the polls, we'll bring the polls to them by giving out all these mail. It was custom made. <laughs> You're not pulling me into this. I'm not, yeah, I know you want to pull me into this because, you know, I've, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. You know, I'm, I'm so – unpolitical it's it's almost embarrassing you know what i'm saying but the but being that person being neutral being just a, an outside observer watching the whole thing like it seemed like it was custom made for biden to win you yeah. know what i'm saying like supposedly more african americans voted for biden than voted for obama yeah i find that I find that ludicrous the and i never you know campaigned what, I, he never campaigned I, he wasn't he sat in his I basement and and there's somebody listening to this show right now. Todd's a freaking he's a Republican. Listen, oh, yeah. I voted for I have voted for Obama. I did. I voted for Obama both times. Yeah. So don't tell me what I am. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm I'm an outside observer who and calls it the way I see it. You know? 
Yeah, it's just so. I, I mean, yeah. Oh, okay, let's we'll, we'll get off politics. Let's let's go. With yeah, I, I know you're not. I, I know. For the past fifteen minutes, we've been me. talking about COVID nineteen <laughs> shutdowns, masks, and politics. I think we just lost half our listeners. So uh, we only well, have well, we only have one left. Let's try to keep him or her. It, any anybody <laughs> anybody that's listened to me has already heard my rants about the mask and the things like that. You know, again, people saying with with the my problem with the mask are you know I'm I'm a veteran. And like I just and people say, uh, you know, you think it's taking away your rights to the, to wear a mask? Yeah, I do. I do think it's taking away my rights, telling me I have to when it's not a law. People say, well, you wear your seatbelt, don't you? Listen, I know if I run into a tree in my car, and I'm not wearing a seatbelt. I'm flying through the windshield. Okay, I get it. And they went through the proper channels to make seatbelt wearing a law. Okay. Yeah. They went through the proper channels. It was voted upon. Wearing a mask was not. They just said, suddenly you have to. Okay? I mean, these people that the just throw the mask following. on because they – so, I mean, what if they decide tomorrow that, hey, you have to only wear one shoe, the government can just tell you that? Right. I, I mean, I don't, I don't get people just thinking that's okay. Now, if you're wearing a mask because you think that it keeps you safe and it keeps you healthy – then by all means do it. But if you're doing it because you think the government has the right to tell you that you have to, then you're doing it for the wrong right. freaking reason. Or and like I won't do say, that. Hey, Todd's business has to shut down, but this other business doesn't have to. That's, I mean, that is taking your rights right. away. How are they allowed right. to stay open, right? I mean, if we're going right. to shut down, let's all shut down. Fine. You know, do it. Go, and then put you know, the money in place to make that happen. If you want to make that decision, that's great. I'm, I'm all for it, but don't give me – this hypocritical you know, point of view is it just doesn't make sense. I, I'm a logical person. You know, don't treat me like an idiot. And I just think, it, you know, half the world. It, is, go, going back to the smoke, going back to the smoking thing, smoking will kill you. It is going to kill you. If you smoke, it will kill you. They put a warning. So what they do, they still allow you to buy cigarettes. They just put, they don't outlaw them. Right. They just put a warning on it. So that's like, I mean, I, I'm all for the, the health agency saying, hey, you should wear a mask. That's what will help this. Do that, but don't say it is mandatory and you <laughs> right? have to. Hey, there's warnings on the mask that say it doesn't prevent <laughs> spread of <laughs> So I'm just like, what the? What are we doing? You know, and, and using, using the seatbelt analogy again, people are like, well, we, we wear a seatbelt and you wear a seatbelt, don't you? Yeah, well, listen, a, a, a seatbelt that's put in and gone through health, uh, Safety inspections, yes, I put the seatbelt on. Now, I don't just tie some dental floss across me and call it a seatbelt, seat and right. it's okay. Like you do with a mask. A mask, you just throw a freaking pair of underwear across your face, and then you're safe. <laughs> Get out of here yeah. with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, we need to jump off this because I think we lost our last listener. Um, now let's move on to other business. So, yeah, 2020 is also brought – I want to bring this up because you and I kind of touched this uh, – you know, I think we're okay. talking about it. Uh, it's brought a lot of weird things, odd things. One of the things was – and you being a trainer for MMA and boxing and what have you, the Mike Tyson fight. Did you watch that? Oh, jeez. I, 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 embarrassingly, I did. I did not pay for it. I, I did not pay for no, it. No, I didn't But, either. yes, I, I did watch it. I thought it was stupid. I thought it was a sham. <laughs> it's well, why, why, why? Okay, why was it stupid? I mean, he, he looked like he was in good shape, right? Okay, um, first of all, yeah, he looked like he was in great shape in those pictures you saw before the fight. Did you see those pictures of him before the fight? Yeah, man. He like he amazing. is ripped. He looks like a, just a 
a savage killer. And and then all of a sudden you see him at the weigh-in. It reminded me of freaking online dating. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you know, <laughs> the chicks with these filters, and you show up and meet them in person. Like, hey, hey, you look like you, look like you could be that the person from the your profile's mom. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's the way Tyson showed up. It's like, hey, that, hey, this is his dad. Where's the guy that I saw in the pictures leading up to? I'm not saying he wasn't in good shape for a 50 year old. He, he didn't wasn't. look winded. Now Roy Jones. No, no, no. He was in good shape. No, he was in good shape during the fight. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah I was I was shocked at how quickly uh, Jones gassed. Yeah. But I guess I mean I guess when Tyson's pumping those uh, pumping those freaking lunch boxes into your freaking rib cage, I guess that <laughs> that'll do something. You know. Well, and that's but the did, thing. The fight was you know, there were so many rules. A winner was not to be declared. If you saw the rules in advance, right? They, they weren't going to uh, declare a winner. And then, and if you've ever watched Mike Tyson fight, and I went back to old videos, he was not, there was no knockouts allowed. So you were not going to see that two punch right, was a right hook into the ribs and then right hook Boom. up to the face combination. Dude, that's my favorite. That's my favorite, dude. I, I love that. I, I talk to people about that all the time about how savage that was. It was awesome. I think I've seen you use that move. Talking about college days, one of the things I remember you in college, do you remember when we were, when we were, um, uh, what do you call it? Pledges. <laughs> trying, to, trying to get it for three. <laughs> and it was hell week. Remember? And they kept us up all night long. The, yeah, the whole, all yeah. the hazing. And uh, Chris Bachman had these boxing gloves, remember, in his room? And he and brought them make, down gonna, there. Yeah. And they said, we're going to start having a boxing match. And they might just, like, box each other. And then you just start knocking the shit out of everybody. Dude, I... And then the actives got all mad. I'm going to take them on. But Sensi, I can beat this guy. It was just like one after I, another. Dude, I fought, I fought eight dudes in a row, <laughs> <laughs> and and I freaking knocked every single. Not Brad, but I knocked every single. First, I was fighting the pledges, and then the actors would show up and like this cocky ass freaking pledge. I'm gonna beat his ass, and then <laughs> and I started fighting the actives, <laughs> oh and it was mostly the military guys. Who, so who do you? Who, who, who do you? I don't. I'm trying to remember who you fought. Uh, man, I do you knock I out Jack even, Kaufman. I think Kaufman and Evans were part of that. Like <laughs> Doug Livingston, remember Doug Livingston? Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was some good old man, days. I, I, I don't even remember who all because at the time I was a pledge, so I didn't even really know their. You know how you didn't really know them at the time. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, dude, I fought like eight dudes in a row without taking off the boxing gloves. <laughs> yeah, I I fought Tim King. Knocked him out Did, uh, in the third round. No, Dave King. No, no, no. Yeah, no, it was Dave. Yeah, you're right. It was Dave. Not Tim was uh, younger. Dave right. it was King. Dave, Dave King. King. I, yeah. Sorry, Tim. I did yeah. not knock you out. I knocked out. <laughs> but you know what? We should set up a fight between you and Tim King. That'd be fun. Right. I'd take him out. Yeah. I mean, but did you? You, you, see, I, my, you anyway. see my pictures? I'm still in good shape. But you know what? You know what that did. I hate to even admit this, but like, so after that, like, you know, I went active. You know, we went active, and so then I just kind of like quit paying my dues, and then, <laughs> and then they would come up, like they would send like what some nerdy like the the per, like the treasurer or who are the secretary up. We'd be at a function, like and the late like, past due notice. <laughs> like, hey, uh, they'd come up to me at a function, and like, hey, Anton, uh, um. You're not supposed to, you haven't paid your dues, and I was just like stiff arming in the face and be like, get out of here. Yeah, what, what, what's, what's Kinsey going to do to you, right? And like, it just, and like, well, I mean, I don't know. If you want to try to fight him, he, he beat a bunch of dudes, he beat up a bunch of dudes, eight dudes in a row. I don't know if you, 
you want to try to oh collect, go ahead. So I really never paid dues after that's embarrassing. So I maybe I should send a check to like the Delta Chi alumni at this point for for that. The alumni so, are the active house now. I, they've got. Ooh, that. Uh, we, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I think our house got kicked off campus. I think they're back though. They're back. They're, okay. I think they're back. Yeah, I'd like to go visit them. No, oh, uh, yeah, I'll, sure, I'll put the gloves on. the gloves on again. Let's put the gloves on again. <laughs> But hey, for, well, going back to the Tyson fight, I didn't feel like Tyson was trying to hit him in the face. No, not at all. Did you? No, because he could have. He could have. Yeah, I, I didn't feel like he was ever trying to punch him in the face. I kept waiting so. for that. He'd go into the body, but he would not come up with that hook ever. Not once. Go back and watch it. Not one time he came up with that yeah. hook ever. And he was hitting him hard, but it didn't feel like he was really turning into it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. getting that, that, you know, really, really, really driving it in. It was. It was I, I felt like they knew what they were doing, putting on a show, making it look hard, and and being fairly hard without really hurting each other. You know. And it was weird. I mean, it was like there was no fans again. It was you know he had Snoop Dogg commentating. <laughs> Like, what is going on? And the well, ring looked like the size the... of my bedroom. I mean, oh, <laughs> uh, listen to this. Let me tell you this. Soon as I saw that ring, I looked at my brother Ty and said, okay, this is definitely a farce because no way – Roy Jones Jr. would have never said in, in, back in the day, okay, I will get into a ring that small. They were fighting in a telephone booth. You know what I'm saying? Bad. Like. Jones's game is stick and move, you know, like, you know, get away, move around, move, move. And, and it, it, they it stick him in a freaking telephone booth and have him fight the freaking the most savage boxer on the planet. No yeah. way would he agree to that. That ring, people didn't realize how tiny that freaking ring was. You know who did realize it was freaking Nate Robinson. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Uh, what an idiot! I'll fight that. I'll fight Jake Paul. Was that his name? J- Jordan Paul. What's his name? Is it Jake Paul. Isn't Logan. It? I think it's I Jake Paul. I don't. That's right. I don't have a T. I don't have a TV. I don't. I, I don't but I, I'll fight that guy. Well, they're gonna have now. What did you hear? They're gonna have uh, Holyfield and Tyson again. Yeah. Did you hear that? No, no. Yeah, I, I can't. I don't even want to talk about those things. <laughs> Anybody well, that pays for those, they need freaking they need freaking beaten if you pay for that. Yeah, I know. I waited the next day until it was free on YouTube, and I watched the whole thing. And I was like, yeah, that was yeah. Really not worth it. Definitely not worth it. We'll talk about yeah. old guys staying in shape. I know you still stay in shape. Um, <laughs> you get, I, you out, know you get out quite you know a bit, what? don't Listen you? Listen to this. Listen <laughs> to this. So I, I – no sleep last night, but I had – but this morning I had to meet – Two uh, of my high school athletes, a stud wrestler and a stud uh, football player, we do sprints 7 a.m. every Friday morning outside. Did you do it with so, them? Yeah, heck yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And so, man, I wanted to call off. So, but if they call off, I call them out. I make like a funny, like like one of my uh, dudes, he missed a few weeks ago. No call, no show. So I made this video. I'm like – I'm like, hey, uh, you must be at home in your race car bed <laughs> with your SpongeBob blanket all covered up. So I knew, I knew if I called off, they would, uh, they would do the same thing to me. So yeah, I got my freaking old ass up and went up and ran sprints this morning. You're, I just, was, hold, you're I was, just holding people accountable. You just do it old school style, right? The old Mickey uh, way to do it, right? I'm gonna embarrass uh, the shit out of you. Yeah, exactly. Hey, hey, at the Thunderdome, shame is one of our biggest motivators. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps I can find new ways to motivate them. Let me tell you. But yeah, so yeah, I did sprints this morning. 
Wow. Uh, but I, I can outrun the wrestler, but I can outrun the football player. So. so is he that good of a wrestler? Is he? Where's he? Is he gonna, I mean, has he got a place where he's going to go yet? He's only a freshman. He's only. Oh, okay. He's just. He's a freshman, so he hasn't had a year. He hasn't wrestled yet in high school, but. Uh, stud, one of the best. Kids. He wrestles all over the place. He's just, all he does eats, breathes, and thinks wrestling. Shout out to Bryce Griffin. There you go, Bryce. Yeah, he's a he's a stud, man. Well, we brought up so. Iowa, so you know there is only there is the one school that is the wrestling school, and that's the Iowa. I saw. Of. Now I can talk a little. Of this Dan Gable just got uh, what did he get the Presidential Medal of Honor. Yes, he did. Yeah, Dan Gable. Did you see that? That was, yeah. I love Dan Gable. I love was like with watching old videos of him, like giving Dude, motivational speaks things. And things like that. I love that guy, man. Iowa a, wrestling yeah. is amazing. I don't know if you ever watched a wrestling match there. Last year they played. Uh, there was them versus Penn State one and two, and yeah. they play in the basketball arena or they wrestle, not play. Sorry, they wrestle in the basketball arena and they sell it out every time. It, it's insane. that's amazing. And to watch what? them, it, it's you know the people get so excited and freak out during a wrestling match. I mean, shoot, I mean EIU had a wrestling team and I think it was like in a little room. Like, do you remember that? It was like in a freaking. Yeah, it was so small. No one got to come watch that stuff. So. <laughs> no, why? Why do you have a boner for Iowa sports all the time? What's that about? You know what? I you know I think well, it's just like any kid growing up, right? You you pick a you start picking a sports team, right? And I I did live in Illinois, right? But it was like north, kind of you know central Illinois, kind of northwest, and you know the early '80s, Iowa football, the Hayden Fry was they were like number one in the country. I think I watched the game in Michigan where they beat them, you know, and it's just kind of. You know, basketball, they had, you know, Roy Marble, Ed Horton, B.J. Armstrong. It was just, you know, the colors were black. I was like, that's kind of cool. My dad was an Illini fan, so, you know, you always want to go have a little rivalry with a parent or a sibling. And so I just kind of went that way, and it just kind of followed the program. But, you know, as I've grown older, I've kind of appreciate Iowa uh, football and their sports programs because it is more that, and you should really like them because it's more that, Hard nose, hard working, right? They don't get a lot of the five star athletes, but dude, they are always competitive. They're always pushing for a conference championship. They're always doing the upset. They've been in like 19 bowls out of the last 21 years. I mean, so, you know, they've had a winning program for 18 out of the last 23 years. I mean, so it's, and it's all done through technique, training. The fundamentals. I mean, they're not the flashy team, but they're going to pop you in the mouth every time you play them, and you have to be ready. So. That's why there, there you go. That's my little spiel on why I like the Hawkeyes. Oh, hello. hey, I'm back. I just hey, went, you asked I, the question, I, right? I, I just I just went and took a crap. I'm back. Did I, what I missed? Did I miss anything? <laughs> well, we're talking about staying Sorry in about, shape. I, I just hey, I just took a curfew and wiped my Smith, and now I'm back. <laughs> so what I what did uh, something go on? Why did you talk about anything good while I was gone? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, anyway, what? So besides staying, do you do you stay you stay in shape? Though? I mean, you're a business owner, but you, 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 you yeah, you, gym, you I, stay in shape, right? You, I mean, you go out. I, I see you do in these videos where you, you put your rock on your back and you go hiking and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, I've, I I kind of do the the thing. My training anymore is in this. I don't even know who Tim Kennedy is. Tim Kennedy was a UFC fighter. He was a Navy SEAL and has this quote: "Make yourself harder to kill," and that's kind of my training mentality anymore. And and I feel like that should be anyone, especially people that have a family, is like with the crazy times we have going on now, is don't be going in the gym and doing these doing the pec deck and freaking calf raises. See that? Pure power. You can use the knuckles with Junior. I, I feel like no, I'm serious. I, you know, just trying to uh, you know, look good in your freaking skinny jeans. You know, you need to start training like for real life situations. 
you know what I'm saying? It's like I feel like with this civil unrest that there is going on, I, I mean, more and more people need to, like, like I said, train to be harder to kill. Right. You know, I, I see all. You hear these... about that Rocky Four? Go back to Russia, well, lifting rocks and shit, right? Well, I, well, sand, dude. I'll tell you what, I do. I do more crap with sandbags, just picking up a sandbag, running with it, throwing it, slamming it, squatting it, pressing it. Something that's odd shaped. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, how much it's weight like, do you put in the back? What do you put in the back of your ruck when you go for it? It just, man, it just, it just, well, well, here recently it's been about 35 pounds because that's what knuckles weigh. So, <laughs> <laughs> so knuckles just, goes man, with you, huh? <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I, well, I, I, first time I took him out, we're walking, you know, he's a, he's a puppy with these little ass legs. Uh, and like he got Scott Schaefer little legs. And so we're out. <laughs> And like he finally he gets tired, he's dying. So I just pick him up, and I'm like, I'll just try this, and I stick him like in the ruck. And dude, he didn't give a crap. He's like, he he's like, it, huh? onward, James. And so right? I just, How and far so, do yeah, you go? That just depends. It just depends on the day and how much I'm carrying and what I got going on. But but yeah, my training now, like people think, like. People say, you know, if, if anybody ever tried to break in my house or carjack me or try to steal one of my kids, you know, I'll kick the shit out of them. I'll get my gun. Listen, if you haven't wrestled with somebody or, or you know, in 20 years since you're 30 years since you're in high school or college, <laughs> dude, you're not going to have it. You know what I'm saying? Most, most people that who don't like – train like hard cardio or anything like that they got about 20 seconds worth of fight in them right you know what i'm saying no i absolutely and, know what you're saying right i, I, I started you know training the heavy bag for the first time and you know a couple of years ago and the first time on i was like holy cow i lasted like two minutes get him a body bag yeah all right that was <laughs> like i couldn't yeah, go anymore try, and and try wrestling wrestling's about oh. five times hard you know what what i end I generally end every one of my workouts hitting a heavy bag or I'll incorporate it during a workout. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'll hit a set of deadlifts or something like that and then boom, over we're hitting the heavy bag. Just, I, I mean, I, here's a good example. I remember a few years ago, I'm on a party bus, okay, for someone's bachelor party. Uh-oh, here we go. And these these two dudes, these two dudes, one of them was one of my best friends, and I'm not going to say his name, and, and another dude who I knew, they get into it on the party bus, okay, and they're they're – Fight, they're arguing and blah 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 blah. And we're like, all right, when we stop the bus, we're gonna let them. We're going old school, Kirk. We're gonna circle them up and we're just gonna let them <laughs> let them fight it out, man. And, and these are grown men. We're gonna let them. They're gonna go at it. And both these guys are kind of known as like, hey, you don't want to. They were both big dudes, you know, right. overweight, but just overweight, but big dudes. And everybody thought of them as two dudes you didn't want to mess with, you know? Yeah, yeah. So. And but I know I've trained jujitsu. I've trained you know MMA different things. I know what this. I knew exactly what was going to happen, and it did. So they get out there, you know. All of a sudden, we're all circled up in this parking lot, and do they go running at each other like two freaking grizzly bears, just swinging <laughs> their big ass paws? And dude, it's just a savage attack for like thirteen seconds. <laughs> And then these two dudes, they step away and they're like, uh, uh, and they got their hands on their knees. And then, 
And they're like, come on, you know, blah, blah, blah. Get. So then they, they go back in, and this time they're, they're, they're not quite grizzly bears going at it. And they, they couple swings, and then they step back, and they're huffing and puffing. <laughs> and everybody's like, come on, man. And, dude, and finally they were just done. I, dude, the, the whole thing lasted about a minute. And this is, that is, that is counting their little rest times with their hands on their <laughs> knees. These two dudes, everybody thinks so tough. Go at, dude, seriously, less than a minute. That's you know, That's and, and people, you know, people think that, you know, that someone breaks in their house or tries to like steal one of their kids. They're just going to fight them. They're going to be, listen, these people who, who like, do these things like carjack or, you know, do home invasions or things like that. These are violent people who fight all the time. They right. come from a violent world. They're, they're out on the street. They're fighting on the streets. They're fighting their family at their house. They're fighting all the time. I mean, they're, they're used to hard uncomfortableness, yeah. you know? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and you know, you, I, you know, I have friends who freaking work in cubicles who just, you know, so out of shape, haven't done anything in years mm -hmm. who think that they could just, uh, to me, it's irresponsible not to train to make yourself, you know, a weapon or bulletproof or harder to kill. And I know that's, right. I'm not trying and to be over dramatic, but, but do, you know, but you know, and I made a video not too long ago of showing just how to make a sandbag, make you a 75 pound sandbag and throw that around a little bit. 75 pounds doesn't sound like much, dude, but when it's, an, an odd shaped object with a sand moves around. Yeah. It, dude, it wears you out so much. And that's, and you think you're going to be able to pick up your wife and drag her to safety. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, you right. think you're going to pick up one of your kids and, and run them, run them, uh, you know, a half a mile to safety or lift them up over a fence and jump that you have to jump that fence and, and do things like that. P people have no idea. They think they're just going to one, either have some sort of adrenaline dump. And it's going to get them through an emergency type situation or they they revert back to their high school, college days where they were in good shape. Oh, right. you know, I, I, I played I played football in high school. Get up out of here. I knocked you know out saying? Dave King in round three. No. <laughs> you want to feel how hard I can punch? Right. But, you know, that's that's where my training goes now. And I kind of do a hybrid of training. I'll do I do a little bit of bodybuilding. You know, every once in a while I like to hit some curls for the girls, you know, and right. you no, know, but I, but I, but also just like I just like I just like picking up heavy shit and carrying it around. You know what I'm saying? Curls for what? the girls. I love that. I, I got to tell you, when I played basketball in high school, our coach was big on weight training, basketball, huge in weight training, right? Good. And yeah, I mean, he was like the Bobby Knight style type of coach and just big on weight training. And the curls for the girls, right? I would sit there, I would do curls all the time. And coach would go, Kirby, move on to something else. I'm like, coach, chicks can see that in, in, in my uniform, man. They see the arms. <laughs> <laughs> he would just shake his head. Uh, hey, curls for the girls, bias for the guys, whatever you're there into, you go. man. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> judging. I'm not judging. That's what I tell them. I, you know, what's well, you my, like my traps. I know that, right? So. <laughs> what's it? I'll tell you what. What's that? Traps? Yeah, right? Hey, what's, hey, traps are one of the biggest telltales of how strong somebody. You see a dude with big traps. Don't f with them, there okay? Those dudes are str those dudes are strong. It's gonna be consequences and repercussions. There you All go. Right? I, I agree. You know, 
Um, that's why I tell my, I tell all my high school athletes, you know, we'll, we'll hit some curls at the end of the workout sometimes. I'd say curls are just for holding trophies, taking those pictures. That's, that's, that's all they're for, you know? Right. Well, you know, in, 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 but, you know, being physically fit, I think is really important, not just be, you know, to defend yourself or what have you, but, you know, I think a lot of leaders or just people in business, like you said, stuck in cubicles. I think it makes you a better leader if you're physically fit. And that's part of one of my mantras is uh, uh, one of the five principles of success for leadership. We're starting this uh, new thing called the Wolfpack, which you have graciously said you're going to be a part of for one of these sessions. But, you know, what, right? There you go, the Wolfpack, right? Uh, you know, we have carnivore mindset. And then the next one is built, built, and built to kill is the next one, right? You, just like you said, you have to, you know, you have to take care of yourself. I do. I love that carnivore mindset, too. And did you buy I'm your gonna, hat yet? I, well, no, but I, I'm I'm getting ready to pull the trigger on one of those hoodies. No, you just saw the hoodie. Man, what are you out there every day? You, you saw the hoodie, huh? You like that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I like the cool. hoodie. That's very cool. No, I appreciate very you cool, doing but, that. So, yeah. But, yeah, but, it, that, man, that's like I said. Just, I like a hybrid of training. You do a little bit of bodybuilding, a little bit of strongman. You know, like Eric said, every Friday morning we go do sprints. You know, doing rucking. Throw it. You know what? Throw a heavy ass, like you talked about my rucking. Take a find you a backpack or a rucksack, load it up with some you know fifty pounds and put it on your back and go walk for an hour. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That dude, that you you won't believe how much cardio. You know, walk like your ass is on fire, dude. You won't believe how how good of a workout that. And it's practical. There might be a time when you got to throw some belonging on your back and rush get out of your house and go. <laughs> you know, call me uh, over dramatic, dude, but call me a prepper. But I'm ready. <laughs> And make, and make sure you have some crazy outfit on because people stop and give you free water because they think you're homeless, right? <laughs> That's true. That is true. <laughs> and now I got a one-eyed dog sticking out of oh, my yeah. backpack. They really think I'm homeless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at the poor homeless guy with his one-eyed, one-eyed dog. dog. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. see what you did. This is a whole, this is a whole different money-making scheme for you, right? This is another way to drop some exactly. out of right? Exactly. Man, I'm gonna during shutdown. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna walk around and get in shape and collect money. Right, carry a little cup around. That's what I need to start doing. Well, hey, speaking of buying T-shirts, you bought one of my T-shirts. I did a. Uh, I was part of the uh, breast cancer awareness uh, campaign uh, where we did the beards for booze. I thought you bought one, but you haven't wore it yet, so maybe you, know, you tossed it already. I've <laughs> I've worn it. I have not taken a picture of it. Which... Did, you, did you tear the sleeves off? I'm not a, I am not a sleeveless guy at no. all. I never wear sleeveless shirts. Never, huh? I, I do. Never. All the time. I, of course you do. Of course you do. You also filter all your pictures. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to edit that out. No, that's all right. That's funny. <laughs> but anyway, so, I mean, but you get involved in a lot of charities, right? And you got one that I think is really close to your heart. We We support one called Patches and Badges for Kids. Okay. Um, it's a, it's like a, have you ever heard of the shop with a cop program? Maybe basically it's what it's, it's what, it, what it is, is, uh, the, like the nurses and social workers and schools around, they, they pick out the neediest kids in the area and, uh, there's this patches and badges take them. They go, get to go shopping with a fireman or a, uh, cop at Christmas time. Okay. And, and so kids who wouldn't get a Christmas, uh, are provided with a Christmas. Yeah. So, well, I think, and we know, just, yeah, 
What's that? No, and I think it's really cool because, I mean, you, you do kind of have that image. If, and if you've seen listening listen to the show so far, they're probably like, man, he is one arrogant, hard-nosed son of a bitch. But there is a really big soft arrogant? side. Am I, am I coming across arrogant? Maybe look, maybe overconfident. I don't know. <laughs> Bastards. I know, right? <laughs> But, you know, there's a soft side to you. You do get involved in a lot of charities. You do get involved in a lot of stuff. I mean, you start you know, peeling back the onion. Todd's actually a big softy underneath, right? No, I'm no, not. No, no. Okay, we don't, no, want, we don't want to ruin no. the image. But I know, no. I know the truth. I know the truth. But, uh, yeah, so what, the people at Pride, they, 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 they feel like it's a family. The Thunderdome is freaking their home away from home and they're a family. So they really rallied this year just because, you know, you know, who doesn't have it worse right now than kids? You know what I'm saying? Especially underprivileged kids, like underprivileged kids, like going to school, they like going to school, but it gets them out of the shithole that they're living in and with the shit ass parents that they're living with. You know what I'm saying? And the sports so are another way, take, right? It's another two, yeah, three you hours take after school. school. You, you take school away from them, and they're just living in that environment with maybe an abusive parent or, you know, some rich kids got, you know, Playstations and Xboxes. I don't know what I don't know what video games are out now, but they, they have all those things when they're, you know, in isolation. These underprivileged kids, when they're locked up, you know, in isolation because of this lockdown thing, they don't have all these uh this, you know, things that playstations and things like that, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? So yeah. this, I mean, this was, and you know, like I said, it's cops take these kids shopping. So these kids come from a place where cops are seen as bad people, you know, generally mm-hmm. they're coming to haul off their abusive dad or, you know, their messed brother, out mom yeah. and yeah, things like that. So this, this taking them shopping and getting them Christmas gifts, the, the kid probably thinks that the, that the gifts are coming from the cop, which is great. That's what we wanted to think. And this can change, that can change the course of their life. You know, yeah. seeing a cop, seeing a cop in that life. This, this is something I'm very proud of. So I, I saw a Facebook post, uh, you know, that memory thing on the freaking memory the Facebook thing. On, pops up. Yeah. 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 And so 2013, our goal that year for our little, like thanks, we do a, uh, think Thunderdome Thanksgiving. That's where we raise most of our money for the charity. Uh, 2013, our first year at the Thunderdome, our goal was to raise $600. So I think that was sent, would get two or three kids a Christmas that wouldn't normally get Christmas. Right, that yeah. was our goal. Yeah. And that was a lofty ass goal. Dude. And at the time we had just moved into this big warehouse. I didn't have any money. And believe me, I did $600 is a lot of money to me then. And so, you know, we ride, I think we end up raising a, a little more than $600. The people of Pride really came through. So this year, Kirby Smith, this year, the people of Pride rallied just, you know, I try to throw that rallying cry out there like, hey, kids need this more than ever right now. We raised $27,325. Yeah. 27000 Yes. Yes. Holy cow. Yeah, baby. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot. That's a big difference right. than six hundred bucks. Yeah. and basically it was like one. We do a we do a a, a morning workout, a, a Thanksgiving morning workout, and it was a little different this year. Like I said, what happens to Thunderdome? First rule of Thunderdome is we don't talk about the Thunderdome. It's a little different this year, but <laughs> but yeah, the people around just rallied and twenty seven thousand three hundred twenty five dollars. That is amazing. That's a how many lot kids? Of how many kids? kids? I don't freaking know. And actually, the money. The money actually goes 
for next year's Christmas. Does that make sense? Yep, yep, yeah. So all the money we raised last year went for this year's Christmas, and next year's Christmas will go. Oh, and if okay. there's ever, if there's, if families ever have an emergency or something like that, uh, the board will vote and help out. But yeah, so 27, dude, I, I was in, yeah, yeah. It was big deal for us. Big deal for us. And I, I had talked to some students not too long ago, like this entrepreneur, uh, ship thing, these high school yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was bragging them, like, hey, you know, how, one, telling them how much we grow. And I, and I told them, you know, this is, this is kind of what we've done giving back. And every year we're able to give back more and more and more and more. And one of the kids said, well, don't you just give back more because now you have more people that come to you. And, and I said, you know what? I think it's just the opposite. I think we get more people come to us because we give more. That's right. what I think. Absolutely. So. I think, I think you're absolutely right. Well, and, dude, and it's an old, yeah. we've been doing this for an hour. Believe that. So I got to wrap, feel, I got to wrap this feel, up. And I was, I did, like, I did want to play a game with you and I, you know, feels like five hours. Oh, whatever. You, we, dude, you and I could probably keep going on forever. We haven't, <laughs> we haven't scratched the surface. I mean, I'll bring you back for the uh, end of season uh, three. Yeah, please. Yeah. That's the exactly end of the what you Iowa want, basketball, right? the end of the Iowa basketball season. So you can tell me all about it. How that great they were. Right. Season yeah, you mean? Right. Right. Anyway. All right. Well, hey, we do. Thanks for being the first return guest on the show, but I do want to play. A game, and you, you've listened to the show, right? Where you know, we probably, oh yeah, all the time. Love yeah, your show, yeah, 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 love right. it, you love know, what love, you do, love what you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> no, you know I do. So, but, yeah, but we, uh, you know, we play a little game sometimes with some of the guests. I think you played it last time, but I don't want to play that game. I want to play a different game. I want to play like a word association game with you, and, and you know, instead of telling me your favorite this or favorite that, all that crap, I'm just going to throw a word out there. I want you to like spit out the first word that comes to your mind, and what I'm going to I'm, I'm going to warn. I'm going to warn. All our listeners right now <laughs> to put the earmuffs on the children if they haven't already because <laughs> this could get interesting. All right, so you want to do this? Are you ready? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you I, do one. I, do more. I want to? Do I have a choice? You have to do this. Yes. Uh, no, you have to do this. <laughs> all right. One, I guess. one word or term, and you just need to answer the first thing that pops in your mind. Do you remember how I told you I didn't get any sleep last night? And you I better know come this strong. is gonna make it that not, much better. Okay. This is gonna make this much okay. better. Internet right. dating. Horrible. <laughs> Beards. Awesome. Delta Chi. Delta High. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> oh, man, I'm fucking crazy. NFL. Uh, terrible. Moist. Towelette. <laughs> Mother. Mother, tell your children not to look my way. Danzig. Are you off your meds or something? There's a little Panama City Beach throwback. <laughs> Thirsty. Thursday. Ah. Mmm, beer. Fight. Club. Podcast. Slay on. Oh, man, I knew he was going to say his own. Wrong answer, no! Donald Trump. Bill Gates, Donald Trump, let me hear now. That's a little Nelly from you. There Old you school go. Nelly from the, from the loo, brother. From the loo. <laughs> Panama City Beach. Big Booty Judy! <laughs> I saw that going differently in my mind. All right, brother, this has been fun. A little informative as well, I think. I uh, appreciate you coming out for the season two finale and being the first return guest ever. I doubt we'll probably ever really do this again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you that's need to... Hurt. That's, they're hurtful. 
<laughs> you need to quit hiding in the Thunderdome. Get your butt down here to Atlanta. Or, you know, let's take a surprise trip down to Houston and be uh, top flight athletics. Now, there we go. We'll take this show on. We'll take this freaking show on the road, brother. That's yeah, I'm what sure we Scott, do. Would really, Scott would actually probably really love that. His wife, probably not so much. but <laughs> Probably not. I'm down. I'll de- we'll call Chicago Bob. Yeah. Well, hey, before we wrap this, I do want to point out you will be a guest speaker in 2021 for the Members Only Executive Roundtable that I'm putting on called the Wolfpack. Uh, where we focus on mindset, physical health, business relationships, and brand. Um, Todd, you've graciously accepted so far to make a 15-minute appearance for one of the health and fitness sessions. I hopefully we can keep you within 15 minutes, but uh, you know I appreciate you doing that. So thank you. I I can't wait. I love what you're doing with it. I love that carnivore mindset and the wolf pack. That's freaking badass, brother. I can't wait to be a part of it. <laughs> so before I sign off and stop plugging my own shit, um, is there anything you want to plug? Anything coming up that you want to get out there and share? No, no, nothing. No, no. <laughs> I'm done with this. I need some sleep. I have. We have our own Eat Slay Live. I'll plug the Eat Slay Live podcast. We have our own Eat Slay Live podcast at uh, at noon today. So I'm going straight from this one to that one. Well, we're going now, to, now you've been on my show twice. To, I'm waiting for the invite, which I've not gotten yet. So I appreciate. Well, that. hey, well you gotta. Hey, we do, we don't do ours on freaking the the, the MySpace of online. I'll do meetings, however okay? you but, want it. We do, you hop on next time. So what you can do is next time on your little trip to, uh, where is that Prince? What is that? Princeville, Princeville, Illinois, Princeville, Illinois. Okay. All right. You can stop by the eat, slay, live podcast, your podcast. And you come down to the Thunderdome. I get to be in studio. In the, you gotta be in the studio. And then you can stop by the Thunderdome. We'll make you just a little bit harder to kill. Okay. All right. (laughs) I appreciate that. I don't know. That, that that's kind of scary, but I will do that. I promise. I'll I'll make my next trip to bring, hey, bring that bring that Iowa Hawkeye mentality. That's right. Go Hawks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. There you have it, friends. The legend, my good friend, Mr. Todd Locks of Pride Fitness and the Notorious Thunderdome and the Eat Slay Live podcast. Love you, man. Thank you for coming on. Love you, Slay on. Adieu, adieu. Parting is such sweet sorrow. All right. Hey, I want to remind everyone to subscribe to the show at anchor.fm slash bizwithbeard and share it with all your friends and all your social media pages. Don't forget while you're on Anchor subscribing, if you want to support your business or support our show, you can be a sponsor. As always, I'm grateful for all of our listeners who tune in all over the world on all the amazing podcast platforms out there, such as Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and many more. Post Game Show is brought to you by... Christ, I can't find it. The hell with it. And that's a wrap, my friends. The last show of season two is in the books. But never fear, the beard will be here. Until next episode, same beard time, same beard channels. Thank you for listening to Hashtag Biz with the Beard. Every genius idea starts with a stroke of a beard. Have a successful day. Hey, hashtag biz with beard and bald fans. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. It was brought to you by ACS Executives. Let me ask you something. As an entrepreneur or business owner, are you tired of struggling with running your business? Do you feel you can drive more revenue, improve your profits, and run more efficiently if you had a little help? Well, you are not alone, and there is a solution for you. 
Like many small businesses, as the owner, you wear a lot of hats. And why wouldn't you? You started this thing, so you're very careful and particular about it. Well, at ACX Executives, we do a deep dive into your business to help your business grow revenues, improve profits, acquire capital, and run more efficiently. We just don't point out problems. We help you resolve them through our family of companies and the solutions they provide. We share some of the best practices and processes and coach you and your team through them. Our suite of quality products and services will help you get there quickly and smoothly. That's how we ensure your success. So visit us at acsexec.com or call us at 1-800-495-6505 and schedule a free 30-minute consulting assessment. Have a successful day, and we hope you enjoy today's episode of Hashtag Biz with Beard and Bald.